Welcome to the Firefighting Female. My name is Rhonda Cohen. I'm a Master Firefighter EMT at the Wheaton Volunteer Rescue Squad in Montgomery County, Maryland. I'm also a registered dietitian with a license in sports nutrition. So I want to bring to you very updated, relevant, educational, entertaining material. It's not only classes that make a good first responder firefighter EMT, it's experience. And I feel that with the experience that I've had with the calls that I've run, plus my chosen career path, I can help round out many things in fire and rescue, and not just to educate women and empower them, but also to help the newcomers, the men, people that want to hear advice. So I love to educate. I've been doing this now for 35 years, and I have loved almost every second of it. But we're going to talk about it all, openly, honestly, and realistically. I'm just going to say it. It's a four-letter word. Yoga. Y-O-G-A, yoga. Some people have adopted and embraced yoga as part of their daily exercise regimen. However, some people don't feel they get a good workout unless they're doing heavy weightlifting or high-intensity cardiovascular exercise while perceiving yoga as a breathing and stretching exercise. Hi, my name is Rhonda. I'm the firefighting female. With me today is Dave Cohen. Dave started his public service career as both a volunteer and career firefighter EMT in Montgomery County, Maryland at age 16, eventually accepting a position in federal law enforcement and remaining an active volunteer in the fire rescue service. Along the way, Dave learned of the stresses associated with high-risk emergency response careers and the need to deal with the effects on the mind and body. Although physical fitness is typically an important part of a law enforcement or fire rescue wellness program, when Dave started his own yoga practice 20 years ago, the mind-body connection was often overlooked. Dave observed that there would be numerous benefits to first responders of all types if they practiced yoga. Dave is a 200-hour ERYT and teaches yoga at a local studio in Rockville, Maryland. Dave also is certified in the functional movement screen. Dave teaches yoga for the Wheaton Volunteer Rescue Squad as part of their wellness initiative. In his professional career as a training instructor with the United States Secret Service, Dave worked with Fireflex Yoga to develop a yoga functional movement, train the trainer program for special agents, officers, and other employees. The Fireflex program is specifically developed to bring yoga, functional movement, and mindfulness to the fire rescue and law enforcement community. Dave has been a firefighter and Maryland State EMT since the late 1970s. As part of the U.S. Secret Service Technical Security Division, Dave ran the fire rescue section at the White House. He is currently assigned to the U.S. Secret Service Training Center somewhere in Maryland. Dave holds a B.S. in fire science from the University of Maryland. Welcome, Dave. Welcome. Thank you. That was great. You did a good job. Thank you. And I must tell everybody, although our last names are Cohen, so far as we know, we're not related. We're related. We get that a lot, though. So, Dave, I have to admit, I am one of those people. I have been a competitive power lifter, and I teach Zumba, so everything I do was always high intensity. 
And when you came to the station during your training period and had to get your service time in and said you were going to teach a yoga class, I was telling my friend Shannon, who was also a member of the rescue squad, I can't believe we're doing this. We're going to stretch and chant and breathe. And Anyway, we've got to support Dave and make this work. Well, let me tell you. After that hour, first of all, I realized how hard yoga is. And to this day, yoga is the most significant and hardest part of my entire exercise regimen. And it has also helped me the most functionally, recovery-wise from everything. Resiliency, it is amazing. I thank you. I now preach yoga. <laughs> I am no longer a naysayer of it. I love it. Well, thank you. That I was in a similar boat. It was really interesting. I always bring this story up. In 2003, I uh, transferred from a uh, workstation in Washington, D.C. out to another location, and I had a more routine, steady schedule. So my young bride said, hey, why don't you come with me to yoga class? And I just rolled my eyes thinking, oh, we're going to look at lava lamps and smell incense, and it's going to be a bunch of well, I went to this class, and it should have been a clue when all these people were grabbing two and three towels from the stack of towels out in the lobby. And this guy kicked my posterior, so much so that I'm like, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. So I didn't want to go back. So about three months later, I finally got the hook, went back in, started going. And the more I went, I found out the more I needed it, and I felt better and better and better. But there's so many misconceptions in the public service world, in the military, in the fire rescue, law enforcement, medical community about what it is and what it isn't. And Western, in the Western world, we've kind of embraced part of it, but the whole mind-body connection is huge. And within the fire service and public service in general, with chronic stressors, uh, things like yoga can be another part of your well-being program. It's not going to reduce the, the need for complete cardio or strength training, but depending on the type of yoga, because there's many different types, it can really add to it. Very complimentary to any kind of fitness routine. Yes. And I find as a first responder, I had knee pain, I had back pain, and probably about three months into yoga practice, and it was just once a week doing your yoga class, yeah. I started to improve I started to realize I had better flexibility. I had better mobility. I learned different stresses to, uh, not stresses, I learned different postures to adapt to mm. different factors on the fire ground, everything that we do. Also, for me, if there's an injury, I find that embracing yoga and improving the body, because mm. you work literally every muscle in the body during yoga, it's a full body and mind workout, right. I'm able to recover more quickly. That's, that's a huge point. Um, so when I, when I went through my teacher training, you're right, you know, you, our, our program required us to go out and serve the community as, in a volunteer capacity as we learned. So I, was, I had a great opportunity to go to the station and do that class. I remember there were 18 people in that first class and I was very nervous, but it worked out. And what I found through through continual practice is it's it's consistent of practice, consistency of practice, which is important. And the physical part is great, and it really incorporates uh, pulling in the mind, whether you know it or not. So what happened with me is after a period of time, 
during my yoga teacher training, um, one of the lecturers talked about cortisol. And in the fire rescue public service world, EMT, police officer, military person, cortisol levels can go through the roof because you're at rest, sitting in the kitchen, or doing a training exercise. The next thing you know, the bells ring, or you're out in the cruiser and you get a call for response, and you're going from a zero state of rest to this high stress environment. And chronically, if you do that for 25 years, career volunteer, whatever, that's not good for your body. It literally kills body cells. So as I was researching this, I found that there were some programs that were specifically meant to deal with that within the public service environment. And I looked at the different programs and I found one, which you mentioned, um, a young lady, Shannon McQuaid from California, who runs a program called Fireflex. It's a functional movement-based um, scientific approach yoga program where she would go into the firehouse for a, a set cycle of classes, like 10 weeks. But before teaching the class, she would do something called the functional movement screen, which is a, um, a series of movements that measure or at least identify dysfunction in the body. Because what they found is, yes, a lot of firefighters get injured on the fire ground, but a lot more get injured when it's not a fire. It's a medical call, a hazardous material call, you're in the station. It's the high-frequency, low-risk things, like getting on and off the truck, twisting an ankle, um, bending over to pull or lift a patient. Low back injuries are, are huge. And that puts a lot of people out of work. It, it, uh, it's not good for your mindset if you're off and you can't ride the truck. So she would go into the firehouse, do this series of functional movement screens, taking a measurement of inline lunges and squats and things like that. And that can all be related to movements that you do in these careers, whether it's law enforcement or the fire rescue world. She would adopt yoga poses to strengthen and stabilize your body and of course, if there's any pain, get medical clearance before you do that. And after that 10 weeks, she would do the same functional movement screen again, finding that there was improvement. So again, it's not gonna take the place of all cardio or, or strength training, but you can use your body weight as, as strength training. You can find better balance, not just physical balance, but what they're finding out is here. The parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems, right? Your sympathetic nervous, nervous system is maxed out when you're running down the street with the lights and siren on, whoever you are. And that builds up cortisol levels. It hurts your body. But the parasympathetic nervous system is what we're trying to do is to activate that and find this balance, this homeostasis in the body. The number 10 cranial nerve through the back of the brainstem all the way down to your gut. When you hear, I have a gut feeling, that's a real legitimate thing. And what the parasympathetic nervous system does is calm that down. So by using yoga... As a, as a tool, as a technique, it works out. Yes, you go into a firehouse, you're going to get eyes rolling. And what, what Shannon found was we, we should go to these firehouses and thinking that they want a really hard workout, and it's not about that. They can get a hard workout going to the gym or going up and running around the track. But the mind-body connection and what she terms interoceptive awareness, right? So she wrote a book. Um, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm not necessarily plugging it, but... That's, um, that's kind of where I do a lot of my, or get a lot of my asanas or movement patterns from, is from this concept. Now I talked a while, it's your turn. That's okay, so the book is The Conscious Warrior, the author is Shannon McQuaid. McQuaid. Yeah. 
So again, it's not a plug for you to go out and purchase this book, but if you are interested in yoga, this is a great way to start. And another thing to start is if you've not done yoga, don't expect to do these phenomenal postures where you're balancing perhaps just on your hands. As with everything, it's new. Your body has not adjusted to this. So don't get frustrated. And that's the thing. Yeah, people always say, well, I'm not flexible. Well, that's the whole point is we all start somewhere. We all wished we would have done this when we were three years old and we'd be standing on one pinky inverted. That's not the reality. But the reality is consistency of practice. And even if you take a slower restorative type of yoga, if you have a consistency of practice, it's another great tool to reduce stress in your body, physical stress, emotional stress, uh, psychological, whatever you want to call it. So during a 25-year career, you're exposed, I think she cites it in the book, to over like 800 traumatic events. Well, you know, the normal person doesn't see that. If you're a fire, police, or military person and you're seeing this all the time, it's not good for the psyche. So, and you mentioned um, in other discussions, people bringing things home. So a firefighter bottles it up because there's this warrior culture, and that's why she calls it the conscious warrior, to suppress everything, whether you're um, any public service person. So you bring it home, you get angry at your spouse, there's a high level of everything from suicide, alcoholism, unfortunately cancers because of the things people are exposed to, divorce, all high-level um, incidents. And so finding another way of reducing stress is huge. The average firefighter, and what, what I've seen and what have been told to me, East Coast fire people are a little bit different from West Coast where the um, – physical well-being is much more embraced in other places and other parts of the world. So it's slowly creeping into our public service culture. In fact, there's a type of yoga called um, yoga nidra. And it all is based off of, let me reg regress, it's a PTSD treatment, if you will, or it helps with that. And the military adopted the same kind of concept, but they call it I-rest because you can't use the Y word in that and so when when we look at this it's a it's a cultural shift but it's okay because the military is using it olympic teams are using it rock bands are using it any kind of high performance person is embracing it olympic teams are using mindfulness and yoga military components mindfulness and yoga and it's all one big thing because there's always mindfulness in yoga. There's not necessarily yoga in mindfulness. You might let that sink in for a second if you think about it. What I love about yoga is that it's not a team sport. You're not competing against somebody else. I find, because I'm always competitive, I'm competing against myself. Yes. So from day one, when honestly I could not get into any posture, any position, and everything hurt. Yeah. And now, while I don't have the flexibility that you or some other people that I participate in class with have, I see the improvement in myself. And I may never be able to balance on my hands, but at least I can get my elbows on top of my knees now. Well, it's funny because you go to a studio and you cannot help. It's the... Uh, especially in the Western world, we're always kind of looking over each other's shoulder. Look at that person. Their foot's right. way up in the air. They're standing <laughs> on one hand. 
And that's okay. A little bit of that is okay. But as I always say in class, we use the pose to get into the body, not the body to get into the pose. So it's about finding, you know, a little balance here. Yeah, if you can do crow or you can do one-arm handstand, that's great. But it's not about that. So I tell my students, as you know, let it go. Don't get up attached to the pose. And you know what? One day you might feel really physically strong and you're doing crow. You might do that. And the next day you just, you're not feeling it. Or right. you had a long day or a long night or you work shift work and you're tired and your body rhythm is off. And so these different public service um, positions, these careers, they put your physical well-being into harm's way every day. So we have to do everything we can, sleep, nutrition, hydration, and that does not include coffee or beer. Um, <laughs> sure <laughs> <as> in, it does. <laughs> yeah, all, all those things come into play. So the other thing, too, is the cost for yoga is so minimal where you could have yoga blocks. If you don't have those, you can use a towel. Yes. If you don't have a yoga strap, you can use a towel, a tie, a dog leash, That's a rope, anything that you have. So minimal cost with such a high effectiveness. Yeah, and you know what? You can do it anywhere. So when I came on the job with the government, they, they had a pamphlet in my agency on how to work out in hotels because you're in hotels a lot. Taking something like a trash can or an ice bucket, fill it with water, and now you have something to do curls with. Yes. And putting your feet under the bed to you to do sit-ups if you know you have issues with that but one thing about yoga is it's the same thing you don't need a single piece of gear you can be standing in line at the drugstore waiting for your prescription and do tree pose now people are going to look at I've you i've done and that's that okay. i have yeah. done that <laughs> and you could be in an airport waiting room at the gate you could be in a hotel all you need is a piece of ground and you're you probably have that or you or you're levitating and then we shouldn't even have this conversation um you don't need any special clothes and like we said during covid Use the dog's leash, use the old tie, use a, um, a piece of um, a towel for a strap or some paper towels for blocks. A mat can be a towel or just nothing at all. You can do it outside, inside. And one of the most important parts of yoga is the breath, right? So when you inhale, you pull that air down through your nose and mouth, you exhale. So there's a break, and the break is the exhalation. And one of the techniques I use in a lot of my classes is ocean breath, where you constrict the back of your throat just enough to that the glass is constricted like you're fogging a mirror, except your mouth is closed and you're breathing through your nose. Immediately, that's going to kick in your parasympathetic nervous system. And there's other things. The military is using something called tactical breathing. We know it in the yoga world as box breath. It's the same basic technique. Inhale for a certain count, hold for a count, exhale. There's alternate nostril breathing. There's tons of different breathing techniques which will really help you find some balance and talk like this and be calm. Now, not all yogis walk around in the state of euphoria. That's just not realistic. But after a period of time, and I'm positive you've seen that effect, you don't get too excited. You don't get too upset about anything. Right. Just looking for that right. even keel. So for those people that are looking to now try a yoga class, yeah. uh, the best thing to do, depending upon where they are? I would think there's a couple things. Now we live in a digital age. Folks, it's free. Go in the Googlebox machine and find a, a, a video. I would start with beginner's yoga, and you might find that too slow because some of you are super athlete, athletes, you're marathon runners, 
Some of you maybe have more desk jobs and you haven't really moved your body in a long time. Try a beginner's class on YouTube. Uh, for me, if it's a fire rescue person, a medical person, I teach a class um, every Sunday. If you're a legitimate fire rescue, medical, law enforcement, or military person, you're welcome to come to the class, and the link will be down at the end of this. Yes. Um, if we'll you want to link. come, join in. Uh, just email me ahead of time, and that information will be there as well to make sure that you're, um, you're legit. But even if you're um, not a fire rescue, public service, law enforcement, military person, go on YouTube and look. Just search the word beginner's yoga, and you'll find something. Now, here's the other thing I found is I went to a lot of cl classes at the beginning, and some teachers are different. Not, not good or bad. There might be one or two. You just, you don't, maybe their voice or their studio or the distractions. So especially in studio classes, you, you have to be comfortable. So find what works for you and do it. Do it. Just do it. Just Thank do you, it. Dave. All right, that's it. We've talked too long. I could go on for four more hours, but she's cutting me off. Until next time. Stay safe, take care of yourself, take care of each other. And most of all, thank you so much for your continued dedication, commitment, and service. Take care.